The moment I figured out that vehicles and the burning of petroleum and fossil fuels at an unsustainable rate was one of the leading contributing factors to climate change and increased particulate of carbon dioxide in our atmosphere exacerbating the greenhouse effect, I got rid of my car in an act of solidarity to stand with our climate. And if you want to see what the view is like from up here on my moral high ground, from this pedestal, atop this high horse, you need to do the same. It's time to unite on behalf of our climate. It's time to shame those who are still driving from neighborhood to neighborhood in their 4,000-pound killing cage machines. And it's time to judge and belittle anyone who still owns a vehicle. All right. Clearly, my voice was dripping with sarcasm there in that opening rant. Do I believe that the climate would be better off if we didn't have vehicles? Yeah. Do I believe that our mental well-being and life would be a little better without these vehicles? Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, do I think that judgment, belittlement, and shame is a good way to get there? No. Am I going without a vehicle because I'm this social justice warrior who cares so much about the planet? No, I do care about the planet. But my true intentions for going without a car are selfish. My life is better without a car. My mental well-being is better. I pay less. Okay, yeah, it helps the climate, but it's more fun. I find myself playing more. I find myself meeting my neighbors. Urban cruise. Biking. It's for the people. My life is better this way. I've been going two years without a vehicle, and I'm, in this episode, going to riff on some of my noticings of what it's been like. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. Yo, it's Lucas, and this is Modern Haunted. Modern Haunted. It seems unfathomable for me to picture a world without cars. I remember in high school, one of my good friends, Daniel Sullivan, him and his family of five went carless. The Sullivans decided we're going to get rid of our vehicles and keep going about life as normal. And I heard that and I'm like, number one, why? Why would you do that? Uh, And number two, I thought to myself, That's insane, and like how difficult and inconvenient. I didn't really get it at the time. Although I think if I'm honest, a part of me was like, whoa, that's kind of cool. I was intrigued. I was fascinated. They were the original poster child for me of, whoa, it's possible. You can actually do this. It seemed unfathomable to me two years ago when my old Toyota Sienna 2004 got crunched by a city snowplow on 800 East. I got a paycheck from the city and then never quite got around to buying another vehicle. I am not against vehicles. I love my car. I miss my car. And I will get another one probably. But just like I haven't renewed my passport, just like I haven't called my insurance company, just haven't quite got around to prioritizing buying a car. So it hasn't happened and here I am two years later. 
I have never known a world without cars. Our cities are designed around vehicles. Our streets are optimized for the transport of vehicles. To think about the inconveniences, it, it seems crazy. It's like picturing a world without internet or a 12-year-old picturing a world without phones. It's the norm now. It is so deeply entrenched in our culture that painting a picture of a world without cars seems like an unsurmountable leap to make. We are more than just accustomed to cars. We're dependent on them, reliant on them, dare I say addicted to them. And it's hard for me to picture a world without cars. About as hard as me picturing a world before coffee. But both coffee and cars haven't existed for that long in our hominid history. The car didn't become produced in mass and available to most until about a hundred years ago with the Ford Model T. Before that, what were we doing? What was life like? I don't know because I wasn't there. But this technology was originally set out to serve us. And it does that. I like cars. Cars do serve us. They're a tool for our using. But somewhere along the way, the figure and the ground have been switched. The script has been flipped. Instead of the vehicles serving us, we are serving our vehicles. We work to make money, to pay for our car insurance, to pay for gasoline that's polluting the climate. Our public urban spaces are designed and optimized for the flow of these 4,000-pound caged metal things rather than the flow of humans walking and biking and flourishing. Our cities have been laid out in a way where we have to drive. We have to commute. It's too expensive to live near the place where you work, so we're spending hours a day commuting in traffic. We build our self-image around how expensive our car is. We sacrifice our own well-being and physical activity to sit in this cage where we're closed off from the natural world. Cars are a great tool, but somewhere along the way, they have ceased to be a tool and now we're more like a crutch that we are leaning upon, dependent upon, that if kicked out, we're in free fall. Cars are seemingly efficient and seemingly convenient. But diving a little deeper, I'm not so sure that's true. The costs of cars don't come directly from your bank account. They've been externalized in ways that hurt us in the long term. Just take a peek at the tax dollars we use to maintain the roads and the infrastructure, who's paying for that? How about the medical bills we incur in the long term, the health insurance we pay, the years taken off of our life longevity for lack of physical activity? We are the most sedentary of any point in hominid history. How about the mental well-being effects that we take? How about our public health crises, our chronic illnesses? Who pays for that? And are cars efficient? Is it efficient to slug this 4,000-pound vehicle to the grocery store rather than putting on some shoes and walking a 150-pound body? Look at the energy consumption that goes into that alone. We don't see it in the short term, but what about the long term? Cars are not bad. We just need to get into right relationship with them. We need to restore our balance. I'm not sure exactly how to do that, but I do want to initiate a conversation. A world with no vehicles in the current 
infrastructure setup of our cities would be really tough. It'd be tough for me to go skiing. It'd be tough for me to go camp down in Moab. Uh, there are inconveniences that I face where a vehicle is necessary. Now, if the public transit got better, that's a different story. But right now, that is not the case. Maybe we need to look at our housing situation to learn from. Just like we share housing units with community members, friends, family, what if we shared cars in the same manner? One car per friend group, one car per family, one car per neighborhood. I'm not sure how the insurance would work behind that, but someone smarter than me could figure that out. If we can figure out AI and all the medical technologies we have, we can sure as heck figure out an insurance policy. Maybe it already exists. I miss my car. I miss getting away when I want to on the weekend. I miss getting to go up to the ski hill when I want. I can't be the one who picks up my friends when they arrive at the airport. I gotta wake up earlier on snow days. I gotta buy rain pants. I bring a big backpack with me every time I go to the grocery store. I look like an absolute fool when I'm biking down 1300 East with an 11 foot rug on my back. I also notice that my friends who live more than about a 20 minute bike ride from me, I see a lot less. Not because I want to, but just because the bicycle has made my world a little bit smaller. On one hand, this is inconvenient. I miss some of my friends who live over in Mill Creek or other parts across town. But on the other hand, my world is smaller. It's more intimate. It's hyper-local. I've gotten to meet more neighbors. I now have a new friend who, after passing him on my cruise to work every morning, after the 70th time passing him, we both said hi. And now we stop and chat with each other. It's also tough because I have to be selective about where I live. I need to position my home such that I can commute to work, find a grocery store that I can bike to. Uh, I need to be close to the happenings, close to downtown, close to a park, close to a place that I can go hike. At least these are my preferences. So I need to be selective. And it turns out the houses that check all of those boxes are expensive. So on one sense, it's almost a privilege that I'm able to go without a car. And that's a sad reality. The fact that going no vehicle is a privilege, there's something wrong there. Nonetheless, it is. And I get around that privilege because I'm sharing a one-bedroom house with a roommate paying cheap rent to live in the spot that can support me in my lifestyle. Going without a vehicle does have its inconveniences, and at some times it is hard. But also, let's just be honest. No, it's not. <laughs> Life is better. It's just better for me. I'm not doing this to be some climate warrior or some ethical high horsey dude. It's just more fun. My cruise to work, I have a different line that I take each day with different drops and jumps and little play features. I'm meeting new friends. I'm building community. I'm getting exercise built into my day. I no longer have to go to the gym for these set hours. Instead, I just integrate it into my life. My mental well-being has gone up. My world is smaller in an intimate way. It is unfathomable to picture a world, a velotopia, as some people have called it, a utopia full of bikes. God, would I love that. It's hard to picture that, but 
it's becoming more of a reality. A, because it's a necessity with the changing climate. B, with our mental health health crises, we're seeing that one of the best public health initiatives a community can invest in is bike infrastructure. And the e-bike industry is hopping in on this. E-bikes are here to change the game. E-bikes are making the commute to work accessible for those who live further than 10 miles from their work. Missing out on the hours of traffic, getting some breeze in the hair as they're going to work. E-bikes are still expensive right now, but they're getting cheaper. And you can even find a decent one for 800, 900 bucks. Going without a vehicle doesn't have to be a privilege. Because bikes are for the people. Urban cruise is for the people. It's here for us. It's an option available to us. And it is possible. Big scale change doesn't happen overnight. It happens drip by drip until the bucket is full. We need to be rethinking and reimagining our public spaces. We need to be rethinking and reimagining our lives. Because the world is changing. If you haven't checked out the New York Times article on the Great Salt Lake and how it's evaporating due to the drought we're in, it's scary. Salt Lake might end up like the Owens Valley in California, a barren ghost town that once was. The problems, the issues, the things in our society seem huge, and they are huge. So enormous that actually sometimes I get stunned into paralysis. Like, what do we even do? Can we actually make things better? It might seem like I stress out about, oh my God, this like doomer climate. Ah. But ride your bike or not, that's up to you. It's okay. It's just fun to riff on. It's fun to jam on. It's fun to try to make things better. Of all the ways I could spend my time, might as well be trying to make things better. And if not, that's okay. Bikes are for the people. Urban cruise is for the people. Yes, it has the price tag of a used $150 bike or maybe the rusty one sitting in your garage. But from there, it's all possibility. The route to work turns into a zone of exploration and community. Health. Fun. Bikes are here for us. They're not the one-stop shop answer, but it's one thing we can do to start living better. Whether you're a social justice warrior, a climate activist, or just selfish like me and want to live better, want to have more fun, want to feel better, Urban Cruise is here for us. Urban Cruise is here for the hominids. Grab your friends, grab a speaker, buckle up your helmets, and go ride. Others are cruising, and you can too.